Hey, welcome to The Upside Down, a podcast dedicated to unlocking the curiosity door of Netflix's original hit series, Stranger Things, with your hosts, Ash and Tori. Just a note about this week's audio. We're currently in the process of finding um, a new place to record our episodes, so the audio may be a little off, but join us for episode three, and it should sound fantastic. Thanks for listening. In this episode, we're going to talk about The Vanishing of Will Byers. Episode one. do 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 what do you want to talk about? Uh, the f- I don't know. Uh, just, like, things that I noticed. Um, the first thing I noticed was that it started on November 6th. But isn't, like, the last episode on Christmas? Wait, how'd you know it started on November 6th? <clears throat> it says November 6th, 1983. Or four. <laughs> I totally did not even see really? that. Really? No. It's right at the beginning of the episode. It goes November 6th, 1983, and it's at the Hawkins lab. No. What I noticed was, um, in the title, The Vanishing, there's, like, uh, a movie in the 1980s. I saw the remake. There was, like, a remake in the 90s with Kiefer, Sutherland, and Sandra, whatever. But there's, like, an 80s original movie, and it was called The Vanishing, and it was basically the story about this family, and they go on vacation, and their daughter, she goes missing. Oh. And so the whole movie is about this dad, and he's just, like, totally frantic, and he's trying to find his dad, or try to find his daughter. Mm -hmm. Um... But it's really a downer. It's like, really, it's a really sad, like, ending, so... Um, I mean, I was, so is Stranger Things. No, I mean... No it's, spoiler. No, it's really sad. Um, he ends up in a box under the ground. But anyway... Uh, you, just ru- <laughs> you just ruined the movie! Spoilers for a 25-year-old movie, if you haven't seen it. Right. Um, I like the opening, because it was cool, because we live in Atlanta, so you could tell that it was the Emory Science yeah. building in downtown. Yeah. Um, but I know that's not the inside. It, the inside was filmed at Screen Gems. Yeah, I just wrote Emery um, on my paper. It was funny when it when it showed... So Tori and I have already watched Stranger Things the series maybe like five times each. So mm-hmm. tonight we kind of just watched it by ourselves just to kind of catch up on it and to see like what we thought about it not watching it together. Yeah. And it was funny because like the opening scene came on and it was like after the science building was Mike's house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is literally every house in our neighborhood. Right? <laughs> Honestly, it, it's like the same layout of every house. It almost like, looks like our house. Right. Like, it was so funny. And then I was like, why is the water sprinkler going at night? Like why are they yeah. watering their lawn at like nine o'clock at night? Yeah. So the opening was really cool. I think we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it goes into the D&D game. Yeah, it was like, and it was, well, that's what I was talking about when they were yeah. in Mike's house. Yeah, like, And yeah, it's yeah. Will, Lucas, uh, Mike, and Dustin, and they're playing D&D, which is just like in E.T. Yeah. Where the kids are playing. And it's funny, too, because I noticed, um, I noticed that immediately because we watch E.T. a lot. Yeah. But uh, did you notice that when Will was running from the Demogorgon that... When he's running from the backyard of mm-hmm. their house to the shed, it's lit exactly like when Elliot is yeah, running to I, the shed. I to noticed that too. I think I wrote that down. Yeah, I was like, that's really strange. I noticed it because there was like so much fog mm-hmm. happening in the background. Yeah. I was like, what? Why is there so much right? fog? Let's go back a bit because I want to talk a little bit about the Dungeons and Dragons game. Okay. Um, I wanted to know why they call the Demogorgon the Demogorgon if in the show it only has one head. Oh, yeah. I noticed on the game piece it had two heads. Yeah. I don't know anything about Dungeons & Dragons. I know that it came out in 1974. Yeah. I know that when I was a kid in the 80s, there was a cartoon. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't... I can't remember if it was, like, called Dungeons & Dragons or if it was, like... I think it was called Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, too busy watching, like, um... Care Bears and Popples, but and Jim, <laughs> yeah, and Jim, yeah, Jim. How could we forget? But um, so I don't really know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. Maybe that could be something we could do. We could get like a Dungeons and Dragons yeah. expert on the show. <laughs> uh, if you're listening, and Dungeons you, and Dragons yeah. expert, right. uh, contact us. 
So what'd you find out? Did you look anything up? Um, no. Well, I, I've heard some fan theories about it. Uh, I feel like we should get into that a little bit later once we talk about all the stuff with Elle and, like, whatever. I don't oh. want to spoil anything yet. Okay. But, um, so but yeah. We, I think anyone who <clears throat> listens to this podcast is probably our friend. <laughs> or our family. Yeah. But you probably already watched the whole series because it's only eight episodes and it's so rad that you mm-hmm. probably just went right through them. Yeah. But Tori and I are going to take the approach that maybe someone will stumble upon this podcast and listen episode by episode. So we're going to try to not do any spoilers. And if, if we do, we'll say, like, spoilers if it's really important. If we can. If yeah. we can. We might not be able to. Yeah. Um, Just watch out. But yeah, I was noticing, I was wondering, so in the beginning, what did you say the date was? November, uh, November 6th, 1983. And then I think that the is... last episode is uh, December 25th, like, because it's on Christmas, I think. And I don't remember it saying, like, two weeks later. Maybe it did. I don't oh, know. Oh, you mean in episode eight? Yeah. Well, it's funny because I totally missed the part where it said the date at the beginning. It's right at the beginning. Immediately so, the episode starts. Yeah, I totally missed it. I must have been like, I don't know what I was doing, but I totally missed that. And so the whole episode, I was like, what year is this taking place at? And I noticed when they were playing D&D, um, the Thing poster was on the background, which is an awesome John Carpenter movie. I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen it, but... Um, Josh and I watch it all the time. It's, like, about aliens I think I've seen part in, of it. in the winter. Um, and I know that's 1982. And then, what else did I see? Oh, when, um, Will's mom meets him in Castle Byers, she's like, I got you tickets to the Poltergeist. And I was like, that's 1982. And yeah. then Nancy's got, uh, Rapture, Blondie's oh, record yeah. on the wall. And that's 1980. So I was like, totally, this is 1982. But <laughs> I totally missed that What intro. I think is, is weird is that, like, I don't know many people that have movie po- posters from, like, less than a year ago. I was wondering that, too. I was trying to think, like... I feel like they're just trying to really set it up as 1983. Well, it's weird because that song, when, uh, Steve and Nancy make out, spoiler, instead of doing homework, Toto's Toto, playing. Toto, yeah. Yeah, Africa, that's 1982. So I really thought it was 1982, but I was trying to think about that too. When I was a kid, I don't remember, and this is probably totally wrong, and somebody will yeah. probably pull up an 80s movie and it'll be everywhere. Right. But I don't remember there being like movie posters on kids' walls. Like I remember that kind of being like you would you would get like magazines and you would rip out the pictures of the stuff uh-huh. that you liked and you kind of like tape them to your wall. But yeah. I don't remember big life size movie. That'd posters. be cool if they did it. Well, I mean, like they've already seen the kids' rooms, but if they had done that, like done it like really like how kids did in the 80s. Yeah. Well, that's what I was wondering. Because I know. I because I. I was born in the 80s. Just kidding, I'm 17. <laughs> Dustin, there's like a piece of pizza left. You mean left. Chunk? You mean... Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> you mean Chunk I from saw, the Goonies? Exactly, like right when I saw him, I was like, that's like the Chunk stereotype and like whatever. At the beginning, or after they play the Dungeon, Dungeons and Dragon game, there's like, they had like pizza, and he's like, oh, who wants the last slice? And they're like, I don't. And he's like, oh, I'll go check to see if your sister wants it. I was wondering why they set up the first episode, like Dustin was gonna like Nancy. I was wondering that too, and yeah. then he didn't. I and guess they, they didn't. I think I, they were just trying to set up the fact that Steve was gonna come into play at some point. I think they were trying to set up that Nancy is like the stereotypical, like, snotty teenage sister. Okay, yeah. She's like obnoxious, and she's not cool, and whatever, yeah. and then they're gonna change how you think about her. It's funny though, to go back to Dustin and like Chunk eats they it's so crazy how much it's similar to him like yeah like there's they a totally part did that on purpose when when will throws the dice and they're all like looking for him when will when uh, mike's mom is coming in the yeah. very beginning and they're trying to like hurry up and clean everything up dustin's like oh my god oh my god oh my god it's, and it's just yeah. like chunk in the goonies when he leaves the penis on upside down <laughs> and he's like oh my god oh my god <laughs> and then and then like almost i can't remember if it was like 10 15 they minutes made later. them watch goonies right before they filmed what oh really? the kids yeah well, that makes total that's sense. that's a thing they made them watch the goonies they made them watch 
God, I'll have to look it up, like, E.T. and a couple other, like, really, well, classic 80s movies. Well, it's funny, because it's, like, some of the kids, it's so obvious, but with him, there's also the scene at the school, when they first get to the school, yeah. and the bullies come up to him, and they're like, do it, do the arm oh, thing, yeah. and he bends his arm, and it's and just like, do the trouble shuffle. Like, do the trouble shuffle, yeah, yeah. that's what I thought, too. I was like, that's crazy. Um, a little bit of a, whatever, to episode two is, um, when Mike comes up the stairs, uh, in his house, and his mom is like, I don't care about your campaign. Um, he's wearing a blue sweatshirt and gray sweatpants. And in episode two, Eleven is wearing the same outfit. So, oh. like, he gave her his clothes from the night before. That's funny. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Um, I noticed... God, what was I going to tell you about? There's something that I noticed that that was really funny. Oh, I know... I didn't notice this last time because I was just, like, into the show, but on, like, seventh viewing. Um, yeah. When the dad... Did you notice when the dad was fixing the antennas when Mike was, like, telling his mom, I didn't know the campaign yeah. was going to take ten hours? The dad was, like, six, sitting there fixing the antennas. Did you notice it was David Hasselhoff and Knight Was it Rider? really? Yeah, like, the dad was trying to, like, tune in Knight Rider, which I thought oh, was Oh, really that's funny. cool. You know what Knight Rider is, right? <laughs> I'm I like, think, oh yeah, of course. I Knight Rider. I, if I think I might tell you, you'll know what it is. So Knight uh, Rider was David Hasselhoff before Baywatch. Uh, he was. I didn't um, know he was in Baywatch. <laughs> what? Okay, that's another podcast. But he knows. So he was really famous in the show called Knight Rider, and he was like always in black leather, and like he had a car named Kit, and Kit talked to him. Michael, I have a strange feeling about this. What are you talking about? You don't have feelings. So he would like, he had this watch and he would, I think he solved crimes or something. I can't remember. But he would go, okay, Kit. And Kit would go, hello, Michael. And it was like a, God, what was it? A Corvette or a Trans Am? People that love this are going to be like, um, you. Probably a Trans Am. And it's, we can Google it right now, but it's really funny because he would talk and on the front of the car, he had this like little right, red light and it would go, bitty, 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 and he would like talk to Michael. But that's what the dad was trying to tune in. And I was like, that's so uh, funny. The only thing I know about David Hasselhoff is um, that there was a game when I was a kid online where you could shave David Hasselhoff's uh, chest. I like the David Hasselhoff <laughs> birthday cards. <laughs> like, oh, like, yeah. There's like a series of David Hasselhoff. Don't Hasselhoff. I hear he's like really cool, but yeah. I don't know. That has nothing to do with it. Yeah, back, <laughs> back into Stranger Things. Oh, um, all of Dustin's hats, I don't know if like anybody else thought this. That he looks like Ash Ketchum. Oh, no. Um. I thought he kind of <laughs> looks like the guy from uh, 30 Rock, the one who always wears the hats. Oh, the yeah. The hats with all the names on them. Yeah, I know you're talking about with the glasses, the writer. Yeah, immediately when I saw like him like switching hats, or I don't even know if he switched hats. Maybe it's the same one. But um, I immediately like thought of that for some reason. The beginning when Will starts running, mm -hmm. like when after they're riding the bikes and Will sees the Demogorgon. Yeah. And they're like running through the thing. I thought it was really cool that they made him smart. Like when you watch yeah, horror exactly. movies, when you watch horror movies and you watch things like with kids in trouble or just like anybody, yeah. like people in trouble horror movies, they always make the people so stupid. epically yeah. stupid. But he's like totally smart. He yeah. like he fucking bolts into his house. His dog is barking. He's like, "Not now, mom." Uh, you know, Jonathan, and he's like running through the house and then he runs to the shed and then he's getting the bullets. Yeah. Something that really bugged the crap out of me and I don't know why was like when he comes into the house, he does bolts the door right uh -huh. and then he's looking at the bolt the door and you can see the deadbolt is like slowly starting to come open yeah. like the demogorgon is like opening it with his mind yeah. but then like two minutes later when he's in the shed he runs into the shed first there's no other outer door and the demogorgon is just fucking in the shed the demogorgon can come through walls yeah i know so why is he trying to unlock the deadbolt of the door with his mind he would just walk through the okay, wall okay my thing is, is that <laughs> i noticed this is also kind of a little bit of a spoiler like barely like half of episode spoiler, but Dem the Demogorgon has telepathy like Eleven. 
Yeah, totally. I get that. But that's what I was saying. Like, why Why would he be like, Yeah. let me slowly unlock this deadbolt in my mind. It's so stupid. Whatever. They just wanted it to he be He would just be like, hole. Will, I'm in the house. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be. Yeah, because of course the Demogorgon talks. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then the light bulb goes out and yeah. the movie starts, um, or the show starts. And oh, and uh, before that, at Mike's house, the lights flicker on the, um, on his garage when he's watching them leave. Oh, the yeah. Lights. The totally. lights flicker and Mike's like, what? And also the the story about the um the X Men one thirty four when um when he's like, Oh, I'll give you my best comic if you win the bike race and he's like, Give me your X Men one thirty four. That story is literally like the entire Stranger Things story. Oh, is it really? Yeah. X Men one thirty four? Yeah. Oh, I, I looked it up and it's really cool. Uh I kinda wanna talk about it later because it spoils a lot. <laughs> but it's just exactly eleven story. Oh, really? Yeah, exactly. So if you want to spoil it yourself, you can go look it up, but it's really cool. Like, I wrote down the whole story because I thought it was like, I was like, whoa, I was like, that's really smart. Because, like, nobody was like, oh, that's just, like, a comic from the, everyone was like, oh, that's just a comic from the 80s, I guess, like, whatever. But that's, like, exactly Eleven story. I wonder if you Google it if there's a bunch of comic nerds out there. There are. They are. Oh, this is an outrage! Yeah. Well, it's funny because, I mean, I think that that's what the Duffer Brothers do is they take a lot of things that they love and they mimic it. Yeah. They don't really steal it, but they mimic it in a way yeah. that's just, like, really brilliant. Like, obviously, when Stranger Things starts, you know, you see the red glowing. It's just perfect. And that's that's Stephen King. I mean, that's taken oh, from yeah. Stephen King books. It's obviously the title. Yeah. Something I thought was really cool is um, you and I love the theme song as everyone loves the theme song because everyone's like, do 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 so I looked it up, and the song is by Kyle Dixon and Michael Kyle Stein Dixon? of uh, Austin. They're out of Austin. They're in a band. I think the band's called Suicide. But that's not what's really cool. What's cool is that there's a lot of people who are really into the theme song, and I guess somebody did this really cool comparison where, you know what Tron is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Tron was from the 80s, and there was a remake of it, or not really a remake, a reboot, mm-hmm. um, with the Tron same characters. Legacy. Yeah, Tron Legacy. And this person did this thing. It's so rad. You have to, you have to pull it up. When you take some of the soundtrack from Tron Legacy mm-hmm. and you speed it up by like 15 seconds, it sounds exactly like Stranger Things. When you were watching it earlier on your laptop, I could hear, uh, it was probably close, uh, closer towards the end of the episode, it sounded straight out of Heather's. Like, no joke, but that's later in 1980, like, whatever, it's 1989, well, but I think it sounded, it, like, straight out of Heather's. I was like, oh my god, I was like, that's, like, well, exactly it, that. Yeah, and I think it makes sense because they're they're mimicking stuff, right, that they like, yeah. but I just, like... I bet Winona Ryder watched it, and she was like, that sounds familiar. Well, for me, that's what was so weird, too, is, like, when Winona Ryder's, like, leaving in the morning, and she's like, Jonathan, where's Will? Yeah. And you're just like, oh my god, it's... You know, it's JD. Um, like, because I think Jonathan... I do not see the resemblance Jonathan, even at all. He totally resembles a, lot, a young Christian Slater, and he totally does. I don't think it's like he looks just like yeah. him. I think it's just... It's kind of like Dustin and Chunk. They're not identical, yeah. but they, they resemble each other. You definitely, like, get that feeling yeah. with him. And, like... Uh, wait, another question I have about um, about Will disappearing is, um, why did Will just, just disappear and not get attacked like Barb? Or was it just, like, not shown? Because, like, Barb was attacked, and she, like, screamed, but Will was just, I don't like, see, snap, gone. I don't know either. 
because when you're watching the first episode and Will and Dustin are driving or they're on their bikes and they're yeah. going through the woods and then Will gets lost, he sees the Demogorgon, right? He sees him for a split second yeah. in the street the and that's arms. what makes him run. Yeah. And then he sees him a second time when he goes to the window and he looks out the window. He sees him like walking towards him. Mm-hmm. And I was really curious about that because um, in a later episode... Like, the Demogorgon seems to be attracted to blood in, in animals or mm-hmm. in people. But there was Will, this, there was Will this... fell off his bike, so are we to believe that yeah. Will, like, scratched himself people, or something? I was reading a fan theory about it. Um, that's what one person said. They were like, oh, maybe it was the blood from his leg, like, if he fell off, and they were, or when he fell off. And everyone was like, no, he didn't fall off hard enough to, like, bleed. But then some people were like, oh, maybe the Demogorgon represents cancer. And they're, like, just, like, pulling all these random things out. It's like, he's bleeding internally. Not like, it. Stop trying to pull out, like, random stuff. It I bet it sense. is. I bet it's that he fell. Yeah. And the Duffer Brothers were like, we don't need to show blood. Like, well, I mean, before that, before he fell, the Demogorgon was chasing him. Was he? Yeah. Because he, before he the, the bike, he's riding the bike, he, he hears a noise, he turns around, it's the whatever, and he falls off. It's the Demogorgon. Maybe he, he had a off. cut, and he had cut himself, like, a week before. But, like, <laughs> but, like we can't see the thing. the closest we're going to get. So we don't know that it's there right it's got to be something like nodding to season two when you i'm so excited like there's so 10 many months away <laughs> there's so many things that are like introduced in just this first episode yeah that i didn't realize were in there like the high school were you freaking out like yeah. when when i saw the high school i was like rad because that's just down the street I've from our been house there. Yeah, yeah that is by my house yeah and when barb comes up i'm just yeah. like oh there she is hey barb Aww, love you <laughs> <laughs> shannon come on our show oh but before that when they introduce hopper um, I wanted to talk about how that they um bought the his trailer for a dollar. Yeah, which is really cool. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I was I couldn't believe how many beers he had like all over the place. Yeah, I was like how does a man um, operate with like another them? another? Oh, question. he had when he was when he was laying on the couch and he gets up. Uh-huh. He had this weird little like um yarn kind uh-huh. of like jelly bracelet thing on his arm, and I thought it was really sweet because like when you're a kid like in the eighties, like one of your things you do at summer camp all the time is you get these like long weird jelly strands, and you would, and we would like braid them yeah, and knit them into yeah, like weird bracelets. <laughs> and so it's kind of like I bet like his daughter did his, that like at this camp and he was wearing it because I was like because I was like why is he well I think they say that in that episode right when no. the teacher's walking with him the oh yeah they do the they do yeah yeah but i was like that's sweet that's like a nice little touch that i didn't notice the first mm-hmm. few times that i watched something it. that's a little bit tw- it's in this part of the episode but then it's also like throughout the episode is hopper's taking pills <laughs> like every five minutes he's like pulling out a thing from his pocket and taking a pill and i didn't notice it in any of the other episodes i was like what is he taking well i think in the first few episodes like in this one maybe he's doing it because he's like Maybe it's like depression pills maybe. or like, Aww. or maybe it's like, that's sad. <laughs> or maybe it's like uppers or just something to get him yeah. through the day. But I guess he doesn't continue that because he doesn't really drink that much through the season. rest. Yeah. yeah Cause he's too busy. He's got a case. Yeah. He's on a mission. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. I just thought, oh, he's drunk. He's like dulling, dulling himself with like medication. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. Even something I noticed. Um, going into when... Um, I did notice his pot belly when he was outside. I mean, only because all your friends are like, oh, Hopper's such a baby. You was like, gross. <laughs> She does not mean that. I don't. Uh, <laughs> she takes that back. Everyone is beautiful in their ways. Oh my god. No, but um, going into when they figure out that like Will's gone, like when Jonathan and like Winona, I did, Joyce. There we go. Um, uh, I was wondering where Jonathan worked because he didn't go the entire time because he was like, oh, I was at work last night, and it's like he doesn't go to work for the the rest of the show. They yeah, only but, mention it that once, but neither does Joyce. Yeah, they don't go because they're they're searching they're, for Will. Yeah, they're searching for Will. I was just wondering, like, I don't know because sure. they talk about Joyce's job, but then they never talk about his. But it's like maybe it's just some like. Part-time. I bet he has like a part time job at a yeah. photo studio. Like he helps somebody do yeah. something. But and since we already started talking about the school, um, uh. 
Gaten Matarazzo, who plays um, Dustin, actually has cleidocranial dysplasia. Yeah, I think I saw that somewhere. He's, he's missing, uh, he didn't have teeth for a really long time. Now he still doesn't have teeth. He wears um, fake, like, dentures, almost. Yeah. And then um, he doesn't have collarbones. That's why he can do that thing. Yeah, I think that's cool. You know what, I was watching something the other day or I was reading an article and he was in it and he was talking about like how he had that and he didn't think that people should be ashamed of it and he wanted yeah. to come out and speak about it so that if anybody else had yeah, it. Yeah, they had to add it into the show, which I thought was really cool. Well, he was saying that he wasn't getting a lot of acting parts because of it. Aww. And it's like, yeah, dude, but you just got the best acting right? role ever. The best acting role ever. Everyone loves Stranger You don't need things. to do anything else for the rest of your right. life. You can <laughs> just be Dustin. You be like, what's up, I'm Dustin. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought, I mean, I was weird watching this episode that how much stuff was covered. Like, they introduced. Yeah. Like, they went to the school, they went to Ben's, which is actually a restaurant Benny's. called, Benny's, which is actually a restaurant called Tiffany's. Which is in Lafayette Springs, Georgia. Yeah. Um, they went to, they, did, they introduced the teacher. Like, yeah. they introduced the teacher. I was like, they introduced all these people. Like, I didn't remember that the teacher went on the search party and that the yeah. teacher was the one who asked about... Um, Hopper's daughter. Yeah. I thought I that was interesting. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Um, I thought it would have been cool if at the diner, spoiler, Eleven likes Eggos, if the, huh. at the diner, she'd been, like, chowing down on waffles. Oh, yeah, that Instead of cool. french fries, just, yeah. like, as like, a little play to, like... I think they didn't do that because they were trying to have, uh, Will introduce it to her, so they could be like, aw, Ellen Will, you know? <laughs> Eggos. Yeah. They're 11. Oh, something cool about that scene with, um, Eleven eating at the diner is, um, when she was eating, like, the french fries and the burger and, like, the strawberry ice cream, um, after every take, she would, like, spit it all out into a trash can because those are her least favorite foods. French fries? French fries, burgers, and strawberry ice cream. What? So every time she would take a bite, and when it would go to Benny, she'd be like, and she'd throw it up. Have you ever heard of anyone that said that their least favorite food was a French fry? French fries are my favorite. (laughs) French fries are the only food that, like, if anybody asked me at any time, I'd be like, yes, I'm so down. I will take all of your French fries. (laughs) Every French fry. I will eat all of your French fries. I will eat all of your strawberry ice cream. Did you notice how many kids were at the school? Like yeah, I was like, that's a lot of kids. I was like, why wasn't I one of those kids? Maybe um, you will be one of those kids. Right. They haven't started shooting yet, so you can always just kind of like roll onto set. Yeah, I'm trying to look up the um, when they were talking when Hopper was talking to the kids. Okay, 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 one at a time. All right, you. You said it takes what? Merkwood. Merkwood. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Merkwood? I have not. That sounds made up to me. No, it's from Lord of the Rings. Well, the Hobbit. It doesn't matter. He asked. He asked. Hey, 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 what I just say? One at a damn time. You. Um, and he was like, what's, uh, what street was he, did you last have him on or whatever? They were like, Merkwood. And they're like, what's Merkwood? That's not a real street. It sounds made up. And they're like, oh, it's from Lord of the Rings. I wanted to know if that was kind of like another nod to something else, like how, um, X-Men 134 was, like, all of Eleven's story, or if, like, Mark Wood has something to do with Stranger Things. I don't know. I'm trying to look it up. I bet, I bet Mark Wood was just, like, they're just, <clears throat> it's just they a just play. I'm like, like yeah. hey, these are nerds. They yeah. know, they know their stuff. They don't yeah. call regular street intersections by their real names. Mm-hmm. They have a made-up, uh, name for this intersection. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought the episode was really good. Like, at the end, when they found Eleven, I thought it was good. I don't know. I don't really have anything to say about this episode, per se. I have a lot to say about this episode. Well, say it! Speak. Um, I thought the acting in the scene with Hopper and the kids, where he's interrogating them about Will, 
The acting in that scene was, like, so good. It was just like kids. Like, where they were just fighting about Lord of the Rings, even though it didn't matter. And they were like, we're gonna help you, like, avenge Will and, like, find him. And they're like, no, you're not. Like, what? Like, go home. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really funny when he was just, like... His, like, insistence that they just, like, he's like, stop it, stop it, guys. Like, yeah. They're great. Like, they're great. Mm -hmm. I really like Lucas. I think he's just, like, I don't know. I like all the kids. They're yeah, just me super too. funny. I'm kind of bummed that there wasn't more Will. Like, mm -hmm. you get to see a little bit of Will yeah. in the opening. And you get to see that he's kind of brave and he's tough and he's mm -hmm. willing to, like, do stuff. And you, he, like, he likes to be on his own because he goes to Castle Wires out in yeah. the woods and he just kind of chills by himself and he's okay with it. And he's, yeah. and that kind of sets up the fact that he'd be brave later to, like, fight the Demogorgon. But it would have been cool to see a little bit more of him. Yeah. I think, with the kids. Yeah. Originally, when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, Will's back. And then I was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, this is so cool. We've been to the school. Yeah. We've been to... Well, actually, we haven't been to any of those places. We haven't been to Tiffany's yet. We haven't yeah. been to Emory. We I know where the neighborhood is, where the um, where Mike's house is and, like, stuff, but that's, like, an actual neighborhood, so I feel kind of nervous to go there. Um, yeah. yeah. I bet, they, I bet they'd love it. I bet if you live in that neighborhood. Like, I wonder if that neighborhood's going to decorate their block. Oh, that'd like, be so cool. Things, that'd be rad. Yeah. Or, like, if everybody got together and they were just going to, like, cosplay, like, different kids from the show. Yeah. I have another question about Elle is, um, how did they know that Elle was at Benny's diner? Oh, because, so, like, Benny didn't have Wi-Fi. He didn't have a computer. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he was worried about her. And yeah. he thought she was being abused. So earlier... He called Child Protective Services. Yeah, and um, they were they were listening. They, <laughs> they just listened to, like, everybody's calls? Yeah, well, they listen to everybody within a certain radius because mm -hmm. they know, well, like, they kind of have an idea of where the Demogorgon is. And so yeah. they, they kind of have an idea of, like, well, how far could an 11-year-old girl run, uh -huh. like, within this amount of time that she's been gone? Yeah. And so I think you just believe that they have these, like, ultimate powers and they just can... They can just reach all areas, and they were just listening, and they overheard the call, and mm -hmm. they showed up. Does Elle only get nosebleeds when it's, like, really, like, scary stuff? Because it seems like she gets nosebleeds all the time for, like, doing anything with her mind. And when she stopped the fan, she was just like, oh, let me go back to my burger and fries. Well, she doesn't get any nosebleeds in this episode, so that's something that later... I think she gets those, like, when she's really strained. Yeah. So, like, when she's... Like, I think turning off the fan with her mind was just, like, a thing... For the new viewer, so that we'd be like, oh my god, oh, she gets so up cool. fans with her brain. Yeah. But I think when her nose bleeds, it's like, she's really putting, like, a strain on herself. She's doing something that, like, yeah. is is hard for her. Yeah. But she's still young. Like, she's still, like, a kid. And she's been on the run. Like, one thing I thought was pretty interesting is that she's in the labs and she's like pristine white so i'm curious how long has she been on the run for yeah. because they don't really allude to how long she's it been on said the... um when they were talking about it when brenner brenner yeah was talking about it i think they said like a day or two because they were they had just all the stuff had just happened and they were like she couldn't have gone far it hasn't been that long yeah because i was wondering because she didn't look <clears throat> that bad like her, yeah like her skin looked a little dirty, and her gown looked ripped. And yeah. I was just like, how long has she been gone? Yeah. Like, her gown is it ripped. It might have just been that she was just, like, running through the woods, because... That's true. Like, she got scared. And, yeah. like, there are a lot of trees in Georgia. Yeah. She, it's like, where was she sleeping? Or she had to in, sleep on the ground. Indiana. Yeah. Something I thought was funny was when Will was making a phone call, he, um, like, he had one of those 80s phones, and it yeah. had, um... The area code on it. The area code was for Arkansas. Oh, really? Yeah. And then when they were at the school when they were at Hawkins, it said Roan County on the buses. And Roan County, like Indiana, is a place, but most 
often what comes up is Roan County, Tennessee. Oh. Um, but it's also got the same look and feel of like a small It'd be really funny town. if it said like Henry County. I'd be like, uh, that's me. Because <laughs> that's where they shoot. Like, yeah. Where they shoot is in Henry <clears throat> County. Um, I wrote Toto with a heart down. <laughs> Total. Total. Were you as upset as I was when they show Steve that he doesn't have his pompadour? Yeah, I What's know. What's with his hair? Why is it so flat? It's because they filmed the pilot and then they filmed the second episode and I was like, oh no, his hair. They should have gone back. They should have fixed that. It's <coughs> right. so weird. It's so strange. Yeah. I did like the scene where he's climbing up the window and mm-hmm. like he looks down and he sees Mike. Mm-hmm. That made me think of girls just want to have fun. I don't know yeah. if you remember that, but like the last episode where like she's climbing up the window to go get her to go to the dance competition. Yeah. They, like, they grab a lot of 80s stuff, but they do it in such a good way. yeah. I thought, like, when, um... Have you seen The Abyss? No. So The Abyss is this really good movie. I can't remember if it's the, in the 80s or maybe it's, like, the early 90s, but it's, like... It's basically these people that work under sea. They work in the ocean. Um, and spoiler for The Abyss, there's aliens. And there's really this cool shot where they're, they're, like, going through these old ships. And it's basically really reminiscent of, like, when they're going to... In the science lab and they've got the suits on and it kind of looks like E.T. Mm-hmm. But it's got, like, the little sparkles everywhere. It looks kind of like The Abyss, which oh, is, like, cool. another thing from an 80s movie. That's cool. Or maybe a 90s movie. I can't right. remember. Um, I have another question I have, is, um, why can't Hopper hear in the shed? When the other police guy is calling him, he's sitting there, like, looking at all the stuff, and he's like, I've been calling you for, like, five minutes. And he's like, Jesus, you scared me. I was like, what's up with that shed? Is that maybe, shed supernatural? <laughs> no, I think maybe it's just, like, when you... When you're so enthralled by something. Yeah, like, he went in there, and he's just really starting to, like... Because, you know, he had no interest in anything, right? Originally, like, yeah. when he goes into the... He's like, time for contemplation! Yeah. Or whatever he says, that's probably, that's uh, probably the wrong thing. Mornings are for coffee and contemplation. Yeah, so he does say that. And then Winona Ryder's there, and she's like, Hopper, I've been waiting for you for an hour, or whatever. Like, I think he just had, like, no interest in anything. Like, yeah. his daughter has passed. He just is, like, dulling himself with pain and meds all the time. He doesn't yeah. give a shit about anything. Yeah. And then he... You see so actually serious it is? He starts, yeah, he starts going in and he's like, this is a real thing and maybe it's a chance to, like, help somebody. And so yeah. he's just really looking around, like, yeah. assessing the situation. And I think he's just, like, zoning out. Also, if, if Mike's parents were so worried about the will thing, how did he get out to go look in the woods? I mean, they didn't really notice when Steve was up in Nancy's room for however long he was up there, but... I think it's, like, a different thing. Like, just in the 80s. Like, <clears throat> but she like, was like, you're not going out tonight. And he was like, what? And Nancy was like, what? I'm gonna go out with Barb, my, my best friend Barb. Well, I think it's it just depends on your household. Like, yeah. so you live with me. You live yeah. in a household where <clears throat> I'm constantly all in your grill, so I know where you are at all times. <laughs> yeah. So if you were, like, trying to sneak out, I'd be like, bam, I'm here. Yeah. But I think, like, in the 80s, it wasn't like that. Like, when we were a kid, like, there just wasn't as many... Trust. There wasn't as many things happening, like, mm-hmm. as there are today. So, you would. You would just go out. you get home from school. And, like, 5 o'clock, you go and you'd ride your bike around. Like, mm-hmm. like just blocks. Like, and you, your parents would be home, like, be home by 7.30 for dinner. And then you would just show up and you would be home. So, I think it's, like, the same thing. Like, if you're up in your room, they figure you're up in your room. They, it was just, like, a like a gentler time. Nobody was really thinking, like, yeah. oh, Mike's going to be jumping out the window. My straight-A student daughter is going to be bringing in the hot guy from school to, yeah. like, make out with her in the bedroom room like yeah I just don't think I just don't think it was something like people the 80s was about. a simpler time <laughs> yeah well it wasn't but people thought that it was yeah it's before people were more aware of like what was going down yeah but I think the parents were just probably like and they've got a kid you've yeah. they've got like a daughter like I've got a daughter who's like three and a half and you know she like eats up all your time so they've got yeah. Holly and they're probably just like 
all right, Mike, Nancy, yeah, please just go to your oh, rooms. Yeah, that and makes do your a lot. Thing. Of, that makes a lot of sense. And that dad, I mean. Hey, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear that, I laugh so hard. I'm like, that is such an 80s. That dad. dude is stellar. Like, I would be so interested in finding out how they cast that actor. Like, yeah. is he a local Atlanta? They're actor probably just, just like. Cause he if is, you look good in these '80s glasses, you got the part. Like he's just so perfect. Like he looks, he looks what like I an do? '80s guy, like perfect. They look like uh, Josh's old glasses from the second grade. Yeah. Yeah. those are pretty, pretty <clears throat> sweet. But he's great. Yeah, I don't know. What do I do? But I think it's her daughter. It's they, she's got, they've got Holly, yeah. so they're not really worried about anything else. Yeah, I get. And that. they've got good kids. Like yeah. Mike's a good kid, and Nancy's theoretically a good kid, yeah. straight A student. Like when she's talking, when uh, Joyce is talking to Hopper, she's and like, she's only made out with Steve like three times. So uh, <laughs> it was a one-time, two-time thing. Ugh. Oh, Barb, if you stop talking to me, Barb. <sighs> <laughs> oh, I noticed on the episode when um, Dustin was giving her the pizza, uh -huh. um, she was like, oh, Barb, hang on a second. Oh, really? Yeah, like she was talking about Aww, the Which I didn't even notice like the first time because I was just... Anything else we have to say about the show? I don't really have anything to say about this particular episode. I have a lot to say, but it's like it ties into all the other episodes and I don't want to like ruin it. Yeah, I feel like... Yeah. I yeah. feel like there's just... Oh, no, wait. We know what's ahead of us, and so there's a lot of things that we could say, but it's difficult to say them because you don't want to spoil anything for anybody. Yeah. I think I would love to talk to Mike's dad. Ted, yeah. <laughs> I, I hope you're enjoying your chicken, Ted. I want to know how he was cast. Something I really like about the show is that it seems like everybody... There's, like, a lot of unknowns about the show. Yeah. Like, um, other than David, who was in... Um, isn't that his name? David Harbour? Who oh, yeah, Harbour? yeah, yeah. He's he's in, like, the newsroom, so he's in some big shows. Oh. And then, obviously, Winona, Winona Ryder. Ryder. The great Winona, Winona Ryder. Ryder. But you were saying you read something about her and what she thought about this show when she was making it. Yeah, she was like, I didn't think it was going to get this big at all. And it's like, Winona... Uh, come on. Like, everybody, like, anything with Winona Ryder is going to be good. Yeah. And as, I can't think of anything that she's been in that people weren't like, uh, Winona Ryder was in it. Yeah, exactly. She's awesome, though. And she's a great, I really like how they pulled in people from the 80s to be in this movie. Like, Matthew Modine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he's great. And he usually plays such a nice guy, like, in movies. Really? Yeah. And then Winona Ryder is yeah. just, like, great. Yeah. She's really frantic and frazzled yeah. like the whole yeah. movie I, I heard people talking about like her acting and they're like oh it's not even that good and this so i was like first of all you're wrong and second of all there are certain parts where her like when they're talking when will just left and she's like i i just like i can't believe you've done this and it just like felt so real like she's like actually getting angry with him and i was like yes winona i did it <laughs> i i was wondering if like the direction was supposed to be like like, I think in some of her scenes, she's, like, over the top, but it doesn't seem realistic, but it also feels very reminiscent of, like, 80s movies. Yeah. Like, 80s movies mothers, where they're like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. It seemed like they were like, hey, Winona, we want you to watch these five movies. Yeah. And these are mothers, like, in desperate times, and yeah. then she just kind of mimicked that, because she's a great actress. I like, can't remember what the movie was, but, um, what's the lady who's in that cooking movie with... <laughs> Meryl Streep? Yes, yes. There's a movie that Meryl <laughs> Streep... There's a, there's a movie that Meryl Streep is in. So and, good. And, yes, exactly. That's the one. That's, <laughs> I heard this story. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Uh, but one other writer wanted her hair to look just like Meryl Streep's hair in Silkwood. I've never seen Silkwood, but I hear it's a great movie. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> she said she wanted it to be just like Meryl it. Meryl Streep. Oh, my God. I'd like to know how they got one on a writer. 
Because, like, the Duffer Brothers had done some small things yeah. prior to this. I mean, I guess maybe if they sold it to Netflix and yeah. then Maybe they, they were got, like, like, Matthew Modine and he was like, hey, come on. <laughs> yeah, I bet I bet once Netflix was attached with it, it was a lot easier to so grab people. So, came out in 1983, so. Oh, man. Oh, wait. We know Crazy. it's 1983. Yeah. I keep thinking it's 1982. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. That's it. <laughs> uh, I just hear a dog in the closet. We keep our dogs in the closet. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything else to add. Yeah, me neither. Nothing that would spoil stuff. Yeah. That wouldn't spoil stuff. Yeah. 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 Papa. Mama. I wish we had some of our footage. We had footage from the first time that Tori and I went to, like, the different locations. Yeah. And the first time we found the high school was so ridiculous. We were so excited. It would be really cool to play. Yeah. But I rebooted my phone. <laughs> and I deleted all the audio. So, that's been uh, the Upside Down. Until next time. I'm Tori. Mash. Papa. Papa. <laughs> hey, friends. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Upside Down podcast hosted by Ash and Tori. Connect with other fans. Visit us on our website at theupsidedownpod.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram under the Upside Down Podcast. <laughs>